No, wait a minute, Jesse. Turn that music down. Take it down. I am not celebrating. We are a minute into this show, and I'm already mad because it's got me thinking about that USA-Mexico game on Sunday. No celebrations. Take that music down. I appreciate that. I'm not celebrating a 1-1 draw. Stop it. I'm tired of this in America. This is Soccer Weekly, the best football show in America here on ESPN LA 710, the home for world football in Southern California and all of the United States. I am your host, David Home, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. You can get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. That's the only thing I'm not ticked off about on this show is Puente Hills Toyota. Can we stop with the patting ourselves on the back here with a 1-1 draw? Now, part of me is torn. I get it. There's a situation that Bruce Arena's in. It's not a bad result. Don't misunderstand me. Don't sit here and say, Denholm, it's Mexico and Azteca. You're an idiot if you think. No, it was not a bad result and not a bad game. Well played by both teams through big stretches. But for a lot of that time, the U.S. backed away too much. Was that one point big? Yeah, it could be. I get it. I get it, Bruce. But let's not go over the moon with excitement. I know, we've never won an Azteca. Part of it is our attitude, frankly. We're so worried about going down there and winning. Guess what? Mexico ain't no better than us. And guess what? We're not better than Mexico either. They're really good. It's a good, tough rivalry, and it's a tough game. But Mexico doesn't come up to the United States anymore expecting to lose or hoping for the draw. Yay, Team USA, break out the orange slices, Mario. We drew. Yay, ribbons for everybody. I think we all deserve a participation. No! We got to go down there and win. 877-710-ESPN. You're going to just call me up right now and tell me I'm nuts. Don't even bother. Don't even do, don't you dare dial 877 710 ESPN to tell me I'm crazy. 877-710-3776. Don't you dare. Because I'm not, and I'm tired of it. I'm getting more mad the more I think about it because I'm trying to balance it with, yes, it's a good result on the face. It's not about one game, though, what I'm talking about. We can separate that. In the CONCACAF qualifying round that we're in, yes, nice result. Okay, good job, got a point. I'm not unhappy with it. I thought uh, Michael Bradley's goal is one of the most spectacular things I've seen in the sport. If that was Lionel Messi, they'd be talking about that goal for years. Right? If that was Cristiano Ronaldo who did that, they'd be playing that goal on a loop on ESPN Sports Center for days and weeks and months. Right? Now, we've seen it enough, but not as much as we would have if that was Lionel Messi with a moment of magic. Well, it was magic. That Bradley goal was a thing of beauty. And you may not see a better one for a while. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of positives defensively. I love what Omar Gonzalez and Tim Ream did. But let's not overreact as a country here by drawing with Mexico. I know, I know Azteca. I get that. I'm not foolish, 
I'm not sitting here telling you, you know, we didn't play well or anything like that. I'm talking about the bigger picture. Can we get past this in our country where we're giddy with results we got no business being giddy about? Again, you want to say, hey, good job with job done for the qualifying round? Okay, I can live with that. It's not the greatest game the U.S. has ever played. It's not some great result where we're all going to be like, oh, go win. Go win. 877-710-ESPN. And we will be getting to a lot of phone calls, I'm sure. 877-710-3776. Or if you want to hit me up on Twitter, as always, people firing away at Talk Soccer on Twitter, spelled like you might imagine. Feel free to do that as well. Uh, let me know what you think. We, me and Mario have been doing the little uh, promo videos. I'm firing up at Talk Soccer before the show each week. So if you're not following me, you ought to be because we're doing little promo videos, getting it ready. And we're going to be expanding there too, by the way, online and all that. And I want to remind you, if you miss any of this show, now I know you're you're tuning in pretty early here. It was 7 to 8 p.m. every Wednesday here on ESPN LA 710. But if you miss any of the show, it's podcasted through the great work of Jesse Lopez and probably a computer. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Jesse's good, but I'm sure he's got help. But, you know, no offense, no offense, Jesse. I'll give you the credit, the computer and Jesse. It's done really quickly, and I try to t- tweet it out at Talk Soccer as fast as possible. 877-710-ESPN, or if you want to hit me up on Twitter, at Talk Soccer. And don't forget, this goes worldwide, right? we got a podcast now. If you hit me up, tell your friends. If you love soccer the way we do and the way you do, tell your friends to listen to the podcast if they can't hear the show here on ESPN LA 710 or com. If you hate me and hate soccer, tell your enemies to listen. So it's a win-win, right? If you hate the game, find someone you hate and then tell them to listen to this show. Because if you don't like soccer, then you can annoy them, right? It works out. 877-710-ESPN. The phone lines are jamming up. I promise we'll get to those quickly here. Got some people following on Twitter. Appreciate Alonzo. Uh, appreciate uh, the people at Canton Sport. Everybody just absolutely uh, blowing up already here. This is going to be a big show, I promise. A big hour here as we talk about U.S. soccer, among other things. And I'm sick of us being giddy over drawing a game against, I don't care who it is, anyone. And Mexico's a great team. Make no mistake. It is a good result, but we cannot take good results and turn them into the end-all, be-all. That's our problem, one of many. Michael's going to start us off. He's kicking off first here on Soccer Weekly. Michael, welcome to Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. What's going on, man? Hey, Dave. How are you? Good, buddy. So you're missing the whole point here. The point is that Jurgen Klinsmann would have never taken seven starters out and put seven new players in for a game against Mexico. What Arena is doing is building a team, something that Klinsman never did, never figured out, and had no clue about. That's the big, the big point here, is what he did. Yeah, I, I get the point. It's a point against Mexico at Azteca. That's great. And, and if they weren't in the position they were in, yeah. with being down a, a bunch of games, they would have gone for it a little bit more. But Arena did the right thing, and he's building a team. That's the key point. I like it. I like your thoughts, Michael. I don't disagree with what Arena's doing in this in the short term. I've had issues with Bruce in the past when it comes to the U.S. national team trying to kind of 
you know, skirt by with four points in the group play and pray you get through and all that. And we'll see how he handles that in Russia. Because I think the U.S. is going to make it. I do. They're now third in CONCACAF qualifying. You've got to be in that top three to get the auto spot. Panama's just a point behind. Honduras is on five points, though. And the U.S. is sitting there on only eight points from six matches. This is not over. I like the draw in, in, the, in the short term. I do agree with what Michael's saying, though, about him building a team. I don't hate that. Ben is in Los Angeles. Ben, you're next up here on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm on ESPN LA 710. I just want to agree with you. I think we should win that game. That's a statement game. you got to win that one. I wanted to get your thoughts. Number 10, the 18-year-old seemed to disappear in the game. wanted to know what your thoughts on why that was. And then the Mexico goal was an amazing goal, but was it a lapse on defense, or what were your thoughts? Oh, it's a, great, it's a great question, Ben. I like your thoughts. I'll, uh, I'll let you listen off the air. I appreciate the phone call. 877-710-ESPN to take up his phone line, 877-710-3776. A couple of things that Ben wanted me to talk about. Christian Pulisic was definitely on the minds of Juan Carlos Osorio in Mexico. They really tried to take him out of this match. Now, he wasn't as effective as he has been in other matches, no doubt, although he did have that one cutback move, if you remember, in the second half. He missed the shot, and it wasn't particularly close. The move was silky smooth, though. And, oh, if he would have buried that, we'd be talking about that one for months and years on end there would be no end to talking about that so it was a beautiful play and Pulisic look he's going to go through that he's 18 no question and Mexico was focusing on taking Pulisic out of that match and they did a good job I mean that's that's what Mexico does Juan Carlos Osorio is a very good tactician I know Mexican fans aren't sold yet they might be surprised by the time the World Cup rolls around and no and what happened on that goal Ben asks Mexico broke out Memo Ochoa with a great distribution off the play, right? And gets the fast break going. They ran that fast break like Cienfuegos was leading the Galaxy back in the early days of MLS. I mean, they ran that fast break to perfection. The cutback was good. Gave himself some space against Demarcus Beasley and Carlos Vela. You can't leave him space like that. Uh, Brad Guzan really was left hung out to dry in my estimation. Here's the thing on that play. Why the U.S. gave up that goal, which essentially did cost them two points, right? They should have had the win. Bobby Wood. You go back and watch that play if you can find it and roll it back far enough. Bobby Wood should have nailed a shot that was, he should have scored, frankly, but he whiffed completely right into the arms of Memo Ochoa, and that got things going. Bobby Wood gagged in front of goal on that particular play off the set piece. Should have had at least a shot on goal. Should have made Ochoa make a save. Should have scored the goal, and he gagged. He totally whiffed. Now, it happens. I like Bobby Wood. I'm not going to sit here and throw him off the team. No, of course not. He cost us. Bobby Wood helped lose that game. Not for many defensive purposes. He's a forward. He's got no defensive responsibilities in my estimation. Not on that type of play. But he whiffed. And it caused the fast break. It's like missing a shot so badly when your team's out of position in basketball, right? LeBron James is great. He, he hoists up a, a three too fast, and then Golden State's off and running. You can't do that. And Bobby Wood couldn't afford to miss like that, Ben. That was one of the reasons. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, or hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. Galactico tweets in, Bruce Arena, seven games in and still no L's. Hey, I like Bruce. 
I'm going to give that one a big star or a heart or whatever they do on Twitter. Whatever we do on Twitter. I like that one. Hit me up at Talk Soccer. Plenty of phone calls to get to. We will continue the conversation. The United States and Mexico, yes, 1-1. Good result in the short term, no doubt. Let's not be too giddy about it. You know what you need to be giddy about? Soccer Weekly. Dave Denholm and you here on ESPN LA 710. It is Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. Your home for world football in Southern California and the world. The best soccer show at all. The sports landscape in the United States. I am Dave Denholm, your incredibly modest host. The most modest man in the history of radio. I mean, you know, let's be honest. I am. And here on ESPN LA 710, we're presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. And do me a favor, tell them that you heard me here, heard it here on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. I would appreciate that. Giovanni tweets in at Talk Soccer and says, At Talk Soccer has been the only one that talks about the distribution of Memo, who did it to start the counterattack. Giovanni, you're absolutely right. Look. I am the only one talking because I like to take a look at things deeper than just, well, who made the last pass, you know? Oh, Carlos Vela cuts in, does a great job cutting in on that play to take care of DeMarcus Beasley, who was kind of left hung out to dry based on the whole play. It wasn't really DeMarcus Beasley's fault. It was just that Mexico unbalanced the U.S. so dramatically defensively because Bobby Wood shanked the wide-open shot. It should have been 2-0. And then when it's 2-0, all bets are off. The U.S. is going to go on to win that game, I'm convinced. But instead, Wood misses. It happens. I get it. I'm not going to sit here and crucify Bobby Wood. I like the guy. But he made a a terrible miss right into the hands of Memo Ochoa, who starts that break. You're absolutely right, Giovanni. I am the only one talking about it. But those are the kind of things that you notice as a real fan. That's why on this show, we don't sugarcoat things, which is why I'm not happy. I'm not sitting here dancing around, woo! Ole, ole, ole about a 1-1 draw. I don't care if it was in Azteca or my backyard. The U.S. is every bit as good as Mexico, and Mexico is every bit as good as the U.S. They don't get fearful coming up here to play us. I don't care if we stick them in Columbus in the cold. Yeah, we've had our way with them a little bit. You know why? We're just as good as them. Yes, it's hard to win in Azteca. We haven't even done it in World Cup qualifying. I get that. I'll take the point in the short term with a microscopic view, but I'm not giddy about it. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. And we go now to the next caller up is Chris in Riverside. Welcome to Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710 with Dave Denholm. What's up, Chris? Hey, Dave. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Hey, uh, you know, I was going to talk two real quick things. I know you got plenty of callers on here. So, number one, you said you dig a little bit deeper into things. And one thing that I, I noticed from a previous caller he was talking about how Pulisic seemed to disappear, and he was a little bit worried about that. I, I challenge you and him to go back and watch that game. The kid did far from disappearing. He trekking back on defense was amazing. I watched it again just because of that. Yeah. Um, you know, Bruce had everybody dumping back, and that was part of the game plan going into that game. Watch that kid trek back on defense. It was absolutely amazing. It gave me even more respect for him. And I'm even more excited about the prospect of that kid now. See, I agree, Chris. Bruce Arena did Pulisic or the offense no favors in terms of looking good in that game. That wasn't the point. You're absolutely right. You needed a Pulisic out there to run for 90 minutes, which is exactly what he did. But he did have that one little flash of offense, Chris, that got me super excited. Now, he shanked a shot. He missed it by about 10 feet wide. But, oh, 
Did Pulisic put on some silky smooth moves? And it wasn't anything too special. That's the point about Christian Pulisic. He does everything just so well. He doesn't have to make it look fancy. He's not trying to win any awards for how he looks before he puts the ball in the back of the net. But, man, it was smooth, I got to admit. Good stuff from Chris there. You want to take up that phone line, it's 877-710-ESPN. Galactico again tweets in another good thing. Think Josie Altidore puts that in the back of the net? Yes. And he also points out, we'd like to go deeper here, Omar Gonzalez had a great defensive game, but Galactico points out something I didn't, I didn't mention. He missed two clear headers, and he's right about that. Yeah, Omar gagged on those headers, and he knew it too. He knew it both times. He should have done a lot better. Those are the kind of things you have to grade people on. You can't just say, oh, my goodness, we only gave up a goal in Azteca. Great job, everybody. No. Eh, let's be a little more critical sometimes. This is what our team deserves. This is what soccer fandom in America deserves. And we should demand. Fernando and Torrance, you're next up with Dave Denholm on Soccer Weekly. How you doing, Dave? Good, man. The only thing I want to, oh, excuse me, I, the only thing I want to talk about is we need to get some more young talent in there, like like Acosta, like Viafana, uh, like, uh, you know, Pulisic. We need more young players and, and let them develop and grow together instead of getting all these old players that are athletic, that are strong, that are fast, but they don't have that soccer knowledge between the ears. We yeah. need more players that have that soccer savviness, that soccer knowledge. And, and they're That's coming, They're about. coming, uh, Fernando. They really are. It's just that Bruce Arena's got a job to do to get us there to the World Cup right now, and he's going to go with what he knows. But they are coming. Guys like Brooks Lennon and Josh Sargent, just a bunch of young kids. I'm, just, I'm, I'm doing a disservice to name only a couple, truly. They are on their way, and they are smart when it comes to the uh, football. It's just, you're right, the athleticism, I'm tired of hearing about that. I'm tired of hearing, oh, we're so big, so strong. So, let's, uh, let's develop some soccer players here. How about we develop a couple of uh, five-foot-three-inch messies? That'll be fine by me. I, I wouldn't mind a five-foot-four-inch, 122-pound Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. He doesn't even have to be Ronaldo's size. Let's just have uh, you know dudes who know how to play and have the skill. I don't care if they're six three and look like Allen Iverson. I don't care. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Totally agree with that. But look, the U.S. We're getting there. When I watch those under twenties, which is what everybody should do, right? Because that's the next generation. We are there. We could have won that tournament. We lost to Venezuela, who went on to lose in the finals to England. Everybody was pretty nip and tuck when they got down to the knockout round. The U.S. belonged, I promise. If you didn't see any of those matches, I understand they were in South Korea. I was up all night at Fox doing those games (laughs) at 3 in the morning. I get why you maybe didn't see them. But, man, you missed out because the U.S. could have won that tournament just as easy as anybody else could have. I promise. That's not hyperbole. Now, they didn't get it done, and they don't deserve to win if you don't get it done. Frank in L.A., you're getting it done here on Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710 with Dave Denholm. What's up, man? What's going on, Frank? Oh, can you hear me? Yep. Hi. Well, I totally agree with you, Dave. I mean, we we should have won that game. I I think it's the mindset. You know, I I think even going to the game, the the commentaries, uh, you know, were like, oh, we never won in Accenta. We're never going to win. I mean, the U.S. Uh, Olympic team was going out to play. You know, we expect them to win because you know we know basketball. We expect them to win. Yeah. But you know, with 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 soccer, you know, I guess the mindset was, oh, we're just going to you know go there and lose. And so when we well, start the first goal, Frank, you know, here's why. Like, wow. Here's why I don't want to be too hard on them this time because of the situation we're in within qualifying. Right. The point is big. 
we got a good point. I'm not taking anything away from that, Frank, but I, I do appreciate your sentiment in terms of let's not get too giddy about it. So I know where Frank's coming from. I feel the same way. Now, in this particular case, it's a nice point. My producer, Mario Rees, looked at me like I was freaking nuts, if I'm being honest, when I brought this topic up. Because, Mario, you were like, it's a point in Azteca, dude. I mean, we needed it. He, you're right. You're 100% right. And, Frank, I'm, that's why I don't want to get too critical on Bruce Arena or the players individually this particular time. But my point is, let's keep one eye on the future and start thinking about, you know what? Overall, this isn't what we should be shooting for. Now, in this particular instance, it was a nice, comfortable draw. We were never really outclassed or anything like that. Yeah, we played a little too defensively based on the situation. I'm not going to just destroy Bruce for that. I get it. But I know where he's coming from. I know where the caller's coming from. we got to start thinking bigger. Just put that in your mind. Just, just breathe. Let it breathe. That's all I'm saying. Allie, you'll be coming up. Brad in West L.A. Everybody else, 877-710-ESPN. You hang on, 877-710-ESPN if you want to take up one of the phone lines. Or you can hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. Confederations Cup preview, we'll get to that as well, plus taking your phone calls and your tweets. It's Soccer Weekly. Dave Denholm here on ESPN LA 710. I feel like I should be watching the Brazilian national team right now. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. Tell them Soccer Weekly and Dave Denholm sent you over there. I would appreciate that. You are listening to the home of world football here in Southern California and all the world. It's ESPN LA 710. Hit us up at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, or tweet me at TalkSoccer. Follow me there. I send out the podcast. If you're wondering and you missed the ha- first half of this show, we go till 8 o'clock, 7 to 8 p.m. East, or Pacific time every Wednesday. If you miss it, I podcast it through the great help of Jesse Lopez and a miracle computer quickly. Right? I try to get that up as soon as I walk home. I, I don't live that far from here. And boom, I try to get it up on my Twitter feed, at TalkSoccer. We're working out some other details on where else you can find it with the usual suspects. But follow me at Talk Soccer if you want that. And I appreciate that. Time for the soccer scoreboard. And I'm, I'm focusing on the U.S. Open Cup for a number of reasons. First, the New England Revolution beat Rochester 3-0. North Carolina-Houston down to the final minutes there. It's 2-2 in that battle. Uh, Miami FC. Pino with the hat trick defeats Orlando City SE. Florida rivals there building up. Orlando's out of the Open Cup. 3-1 the final there. Philadelphia Union beats Harrisburg City by the same score, 3-1. FC Dallas gets by Tulsa, 2-1. Red Bulls beat New York City FC. So a battle there of New York, 1-0 for the Red Bulls. Chicago just about to finish off St. Louis FC, 1-0 late in that game. Sporting Kansas City ran all over Minnesota United, 4-0. Charleston and Atlanta in Charleston. I believe it was in Charleston. Maybe No, I'm begging pardon. That's in Atlanta. Some weather delay there, so they're just really getting started early in the first half. Charleston already up 1-0 in that game. Coming up later, San Jose Earthquakes in San Francisco. Real Salt Lake takes on Sacramento Republic. And the Galaxy right now just about to kick off with Orange County SC. What a great matchup that is. Here's the thing. Galaxy lineup, I'm not in love with it. Now, I know I'm going to give Kurt an awful bit of a pass here. they got a busy schedule. Four games in 11 days beginning tonight with this one. Over at StubHub, the track and field. They're taking on Orlando. Or, or, or Orange County SE in the uh, Open Cup. I get it. We got three tough MLS matches immediately, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday after this game. But this lineup, 
I mean, Yella Van Dam is in the lineup. John Kempen, Kempen, who's now our number one keeper with all the injuries. Dave Romney, Nathan Smith. But up front, I mean, McBean, Jamison, uh, Ari Lasseter, Jose, and Jaime Villarreal. I mean, this is okay. It better work, Kurt. That's all I'm saying. You're going to pull this line about you better win. Because I'm tired of us not focusing on the U.S. Open Cup. It is a pathway to CONCACAF Champions League. You win the Open Cup, you win Champions League. How else do you qualify, you ask? Well, you win MLS Cup or you win your conference in MLS during the regular season. Guess what? The Galaxy may well not do any of that. It's it's a tough league, and the Galaxy have not played spectacularly in MLS. I know we're getting better. I get it. We got a shot. But this is just as good a shot in the Open Cup. Win about three, four games in a row. Boom. You're in the stinking CONCACAF Champions League, which is where I want to be. Why are we taking chances like this? Sacrifice one of these MLS games in June. That's fine. I don't love it. If it backfires, I'm going to be all over Anolfo because it better work when you pull this. That's all I'm saying. It better work. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Going to take a good hard look at the Confederations Cup. But uh, first, we got to go back to uh, Allie, who's in orange, is next up here on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denham. What's up, Allie? Hey, what's going on, man? Just wondering, um, how long has uh, Beasley been left back? Because uh, why don't we have a Yedlin type? 38 years he's yet? been our left back, I think, already. Yes. Yeah, I think he's 142 years old. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Like... He's had 790 caps. He's Methuselah <laughs> out there. No, you know what it is, Allie? I thought they should have went with Jorge Villafania in the game against Mexico in Mexico, not in the game against Trinidad and Tobago here. Now, Bruce Arena probably wanted Beasley's quote-unquote experience, but Villafania played for Santos, for crying out. He knows these guys. He knows what it's like to play in Mexico, in Mexico City. He's not going to be overawed by that. I thought Bruce made a bit of a mistake there. I would have liked to have seen Villafania on the left side in the game against Mexico on and off the field for many, many years. But it's just like, come on, like the other, some of the other callers were saying, we, and yourself, like we need to develop new players. It, it, in all this time he's been playing left back, we haven't found one or two other studs at that position. It just And, and I know what you're sense. saying. I don't disagree, Ali. I mean, DeMarcus Beasley was not at fault in that game. I mean, he played fine. But I think Ali's talking about the bigger picture here, too, like we have been focused on. So I understand what he's saying. We definitely, that is a, a position of worry if that's what we're going to go with. I'm sorry. I love DeMarcus Beasley for what he has done, but it's a position of worry if we don't develop somebody at that left back. But Viafania is fine. I mean, I, I really think he should have went with Viafania in Mexico. Brad is in West L.A. Brad, you're next up here on Soccer Weekly. What's going on? Hey, thanks for taking the call. You bet. Um, I wanted to touch regarding the comment you made about growing players and teaching players to be better soccer players in general. Yeah. Uh, couldn't we argue that that's what Jurgen was trying to do? He was much more of a tactician and was very meticulous in his approach, and we just weren't getting it? Um, you know what? I would say through about the first maybe two-thirds of his reign, I don't necessarily disagree with you there. It fell apart for me, Brad, when he told his own team they couldn't win the World Cup, right? And he tells professionals that they're essentially not good enough. That's when it all fell apart for me, and then I think he fell apart frankly. I mean, he just didn't do much else after that. But I don't disagree that he he had a vision early, Brad. It just fell apart. And we could argue that Bruce Arena, to me, Brad, is not the future, by any means. I hope Bruce Arena doesn't think he's going to have this job past 2018. And I hope Sunil Galati doesn't want Bruce Arena past 2018, frankly. 
this is a short-term fix for me. Bruce Arena is not the answer either going forward, Brad, like what you're talking about, developing players. That, it's not. He's not. And I love Bruce. I love my L.A. Galaxy and what Bruce did. Don't get me wrong. But come on, we got to be realistic. Alonzo tweets in at Talk Soccer, says, This is a great show. Love it, brother. Agree with your analysis on the U.S. men's national team. I'm even retweeting that one because I'm the most modest man in radio, so you might as well, you know, brag, you know, let Alonzo brag about me being the greatest, which I am. But I'm the most modest man in radio, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let Alonzo do that with this very nice tweet. Appreciate it, Alonzo. Thank you for that. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. The number for you to get involved here on Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. We do have the Confederations Cup. The groups are out. Obviously, we're about to get going, right? The groups are already into Russia. The broadcasters are in Russia. Everybody's ready to roll. Starts this weekend. Russia and New Zealand, the first game, and then Portugal-Mexico, the game of Group A. Group B has Cameroon, Chile, Austria, and Germany, a young German team. Now, don't expect the Thomas Müller types there, all right? You're not going to see Mesut Ozil. They're going with a very young and very talented German squad. Still very good. I mean, this German team, Yugi Lowe's bringing some young players who are fantastic. I cover the Bundesliga. You know that for Fox Soccer. It is incredible the amount of young talent that's in Germany. And many of them play still in Germany. Leroy Sané, obviously, being the exception. He left to go to uh, Man City. There's a few. You know, these guys are fantastic, these young players. You're going to like watching Germany in Group B. If If I'm Chile, man, I'm worried. Cameroon. Got some young, good talent. Cameroon's a little mixture there. Australia, eh, Chile's still going to be in decent shape, but I'm I'm a little worried. I'm not so sold on Chile getting out of that Group B. Ambrose Ayongo plays for Cameroon. The Montreal Impact left back been stellar for Montreal. I mean, growing by leaps and bounds. He ends up injuring himself badly in the in the uh, the build up to this for. Uh, for Cameroon in practice, that's just terrible. So that's a real blow to them and, of course, to Montreal. Uh, you know, it's that is a tough one, no doubt about it. But this CONCACAF, or I'm sorry, this Confederations Cup, I really like what Mexico could do here. I really do. I think Juan Carlos Osorio's got the talent. This Mexican side, and, of course, our Pachuca connection, Irving Lozano. Love to see him uh, explode, especially when he's not playing the U.S., I want to see Mexico play well. I'm not necessarily rooting for them to win because I have that sports hate, the sports hate of a thousand sons for Mexico. So I want them to see, play, you know, Irving Lozano play well. Of course, we got our guy uh, uh, over who plays for Chile as well, Edson Pooch, playing for Pachuca. He's a Chile Chilean, so we'll watch Mr. Pooch go at, uh, go at it. So we got some stuff to look at. Keep an eye on Portugal too, and a couple of guys for Mexico to take uh, keep an eye on Gelson Martins. And the young Bernardo Silva, who's moving to Man City, played for Monaco. He is special. Bernardo Silva, 22-year-old midfielder. This guy, I mean, you probably already know this. He freaking was bossing for Monaco all the way up into the Champions League, you know, deep into the Champions League, the semifinal. He is the real deal. And the Man City just paid a good uh, good bit of money. But actually, you know, got him for a reasonable price, frankly. Still paid 40-plus million pounds, I think it was. But, I mean... He is special. Gelson Martins, 
Bernardo Silva, keep an eye on those young players for Portugal. They got all the usual suspects, of course. Defensively, they're a little older. Didn't hurt them that bad in Euro 2016. We'll see if it catches up to them this season or this year. But, you know, when you've got Cristiano Ronaldo, you're you're always going to be a favorite. I mean, let's be realistic. Russia is all dominated by Russian league players. Igor Ekinfaev, their number one goalkeeper, he's a little sketchy to me, shaky at times. He's got a lot of talent. And the Russian, the Russian squad has a lot of talent, frankly. The, you don't get to see him a lot with the, the Russian league that they play in because they pay so well there. Dmitry Polos, I like him. Uh, I, I really like Samadov, Alexander Samadov, a little bit older player, but he kind of bosses that team at times. Fyodor Smolov, keep an eye on that forward. Plays at Krasnodar. These are good players. It's an interesting draw for Mexico. I do believe they can do some damage in this tournament, though. Those are some of the keys and some people to keep an eye on. If Mexico plays to their style, not afraid to score, not afraid to give up a goal or two, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They just cannot back down. And, you know, that's the beauty of Mexico. Let's be realistic. The Mexican national team does not. They don't back down. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I've been feeling it for a while. I might as well go ahead and say it. I think Mexico wins the Confederations Cup in Russia. I do. I think they're ready. I really believe they've got the, the squad to do it. They're deep. They're always going to put, put forth a complete effort. You're never going to have to worry about a Mexican side not playing hard. And this is their type of tournament. I really like their setup in Group A. But that first match, they've got to come out ready to play. Doesn't mean you've got to beat Portugal 4-0. Doesn't mean you you know you may lose. You got to play a tough match against Portugal, but they got to come out ready. If they're ready in that match, look out. I'm not worried about the seven nil to Chile that happened. In Co- I get it. That's over. It's over. Get past it. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. I am Dave Denholm. You can hit me up on Twitter at Talk Soccer. It is the home of world football here in Southern California. Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA seven ten. Confederations Cup coming up, and yes, just moments ago, I declared Mexico will win the Confederations Cup. They are my pick coming out of Group A to take this championship down in Russia. Russia, New Zealand, Portugal, Mexico in Group A, Cameroon, Chile, Australia, and Germany. Keep an eye on Cameroon and the young German side. Chile is going to be dangerous, no doubt. But, boy, those are some real real upset potential there with Cameroon and a young, young German team, which is still loaded with talent. I mean, Leroy Sané, Leon Goretzka. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. I mean, you can just name any of these kids. I've been watching them all. I mean, for years, and they are dynamic. So I'm going to be very intrigued by both groups, but I, th- I really believe Mexico's going to win this thing. And that begins in just a couple of days, the Confederations Cup. Hey, uh, what a show we have had so far. We're not even done yet. Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. Thanks so much to Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. If you want to hear more of what I had to say about the U.S.-Mexico match and you missed that early in the show, remember it's 7 to 8 p.m., each week here on Wednesday, you can catch it in podcast form. I get that thing out on my Twitter, at Talk Soccer, within usually an hour after the show, and it's in a nice condensed form. You'll love it, I promise. More importantly, or just as importantly, let your friends know. If you love the beautiful game like we do, and I know you do, tweet your friends about it, send them the podcast, have them down, listen. And if you hate the beautiful game and hate me, Dave Denholm, then tell your enemies to listen. It's that simple. Then you know. Then you can annoy them. You, you hate someone in your life, and you hate me and this show, and you hate soccer. Tell them to listen. 
right? Works out well. Alonzo's in Norwalk. Hello, Alonzo. Welcome to Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. What's up, man? Hey, Dave. Um, man, love the show, man. It's an awesome show, awesome show. Appreciate it. Uh, first off, uh, 100% agree with you on, you know, U.S., Mexico. Um, yeah, you know, it's good. We got a point, but, you know, we, we should have been more aggressive. We should have gone in for, the, for those three points. Um, but, you know, as I was thinking about the game, I, you know, I do think that, uh, you know, a couple, couple positives I think that, that I did see, and, yeah. and, I'm, and I was happy that, I, that you know, to point out, I, I would say, uh, you know, that, that there was a sense of organization in that defense. There was a sense of structure in that team. And it, it just, you know, that was something that I believe that was missing yeah. with, with the previous coach. And, and I saw a little bit more heart. You know, I saw a lot Actually, more heart, a lot more. Now, Alonzo, I apologize. i got to get going, and I appreciate the phone call. I didn't mean to. He's right about that. That's a very good point. You saw more heart. And you didn't see him panicking, which is a good sign. Now, that's a positive out of this. And, again, good result. Alonzo's right. Good result. Bigger picture. Let's not freak out over a draw against anyone. But yet, yeah, I like what Alonzo's saying. They did show some heart, and they didn't panic late in that match. So there are some positives. He's absolutely right about that. One thing that's always positive, Mario, that's stoppage time. No question about it. What time is it? It's stoppage time! Yeah. Stoppage time! Yeah. Stoppage time! Right now! Stoppage time, Mario Rees, my fearless producer. What's up? Yeah, yeah, all right, Dave. So referees at the Confederations Cup in Russia are going to have the power to abandon games in face of discrimination from the stands under a new three-step procedure unveiled by FIFA. Oh, boy. In addition, there's going to be anti-discrimination observers at all the games mm-hmm. to monitor behavior That's crucial, of right the there, fans yeah. yep. in the stadium. First procedure, referees will have the right to first stop the match and request a public announcement that any discriminatory behavior cease. Something along the lines of, hey, jackasses, cut it out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Second procedure, to suspend the match until such behavior stops. And finally, to abandon the game completely. Yeah, on on the surface, it's fine by me. They got to stop that stuff. I totally agree. So I got no problem with that, Mario. And I hope we don't have to even worry about that. Let's face it. Yeah, enough is enough. Stop it, time. All right, Nippert Stadium, home of the Cincinnati Bearcats and FC Cincinnati, was jam packed today with over thirty thousand soccer fans. As FC what? Cincinnati, yeah, thirty thousand. That's a Division Three club. Exactly. Uh, FC Cincinnati hosted and beat Columbus Crew. 1-0 in their U.S. Cup Open. Wow. Yeah, man. Uh, that is fantastic. I hate both Cincinnati and Columbus, so I wish both of those teams couldn't win. But, <laughs> right? hey, kudos. Exactly. What's the last one? What do we got? Time. So, so Cristiano Ronaldo appears to be unconcerned despite being accused by a Spanish state prosecutor of defrauding the government of millions of euros. Oh, wow. In unpaid taxes. Mario. Ronaldo's like, nah, my conscience is quite clear. Yeah, I mean... This guy doesn't have a clue what's he's too busy going off getting his chest and his toes waxed yeah. to know what's going on with his finances, right? I mean, yeah, come on. Exactly. Let's be realistic here. I'm not too worried about that one. I am very much not worried about the future of Soccer Weekly here. You guys have been fantastic. Mario Reese, Jesse Lopez, I'm Dave Denholm. Thank you so much. Hey, coming up, don't forget tomorrow, the morning show with LZ, George, Keyshawn, and the gang starting at 6 o'clock right here in the home of World Football. It's Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710.